I could kill him. Dory Murdoch said furiously to her husband, I could just kill him. Now, Dory, Simon Murdoch replied in the mildest of tones, one of these days you're going to forget and say that to his face. Someone should have told him off long ago, Dory muttered, sitting there on his money bags like King Crocus lording it over the rest of us. King who? Crocus, the guy that was so rich. I think that's Croesus. Whatever. Besides, I hate rushing through dinner. Eight o'clock sharp, don't be late. Dory's tone of voice made it clear how barbaric she considered such an early hour to be. Why do we have to go there at all? He has to make such a production of everything. Here, zip me up. Simon zipped her up. Did you ever know Uncle Vincent to pass up a chance to grandstand? He likes ceremony, Dory. It reinforces his God image. She sighed. He does love being the source from whom all blessings flow, doesn't he? Uncle Vincent giveth and Uncle Vincent taketh away. Well, so long as he sticks to give a thing, you can put up with his irritating little ways, can't you? Simon was adjusting his tie before the mirror. The Murdochs had only one mirror in their bedroom, but it covered three of the room's four walls. Simon turned his head a trifle sideways and looked at his image out of the corner of his eye, approving of what he saw. There's no point in getting angry, darling. Uncle Vincent thrives on playing lord of the manor, and as long as Elandes takes his money, you're just going to have to put up with it. That's easy for you to say, she sniffed. You're not involved in it, Simon. Anyone can stand outside and pass judgment. Besides, we took his money only once. You're not going to wear that tie, are you? It's just that I hate being a, a, well, a supplicant. Simon's easy smile disappeared momentarily. I don't think I'm passing judgment, dear. And I'm not really outside. Anything that involves you affects me. Anyway, you won't be a supplicant much longer, darling. You're almost out of the woods. He looked in the mirror again. What's wrong with this tie? Uh, nothing, darling, if you like it. Simon started taking off his tie. But you don't, therefore I shall change it. He smiled winningly. Oh, Simon, don't change it because... Dory, my love, I wouldn't dream of wearing a tie you didn't like. He walked into his closet and came out carrying two other ties. Which? That one, I think. Simon, you're sweet. The Murdochs embraced, being careful not to muss each other's hair. You're not still angry, are you? Simon drawled, putting on the tie Dory had selected. No, you always manage to defuse me in time. Dory laughed lightly. I shouldn't let the old man get to me like that. If only he would do something nice for its own sake once in a while without making everyone kowtow to him for it. Simon raised one eyebrow. Uncle Vincent, you jest. Not being nice. Tis the core of his existence and what gives his life meaning. You don't expect him to start acting gracious at his age, do you? I know better than that, she sighed. Fasten me, darling, will you?
Simon deftly manipulated the clasp at the back of her neck and then looked at what was hanging from the chain. Is that the new piece? Do you like it? She patted the lavalier possessively and then moved her hand so Simon could get a clear view. The craftsman just finished it this afternoon. It's lovely, Dory. It was a Maltese cross, with the arms so extended and curved as almost to meet in a circle at the tips. Made of gold and encrusted with rubies, the cross stood out nicely against the dark blue crushed silk of Dory's dress. It's one of the best you've done yet.